You are now listening to the Black Not Democrat Podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So let's get started. right you are now listening to the black not democrat podcast and on this evening's episode y'all back in change that's right we're going to talk about the aftermath of the biden address to joint session of congress but guess what more people or the equal amount of people are talking about the republican response to our 46th president, Sleepy Joe Biden, also known as the Great White Hope. The response to Tim Scott's response is unprecedented. A black Republican from the Deep South, the only black Republican in the United States Senate. The reaction and the response to him is amazing. So mostly Negro whisperers, race hustlers, poverty pimps, desperate Democrats are asking this question. And what kind of colored man are you? I'm a soldier, Peterson. Yes. Again, this is the question that the desperate Democrats, the Negro whisperers, the black Democrats, this is the question. That, that they continue to answer for this one black man, this one black man in the Republican Party who has never received over 14% since the scary orange man in the 2020 election. Donald Trump got equal to the amount that Richard Nixon got, the largest in U.S. history, around 14%. Some say 19%, but... Because so many Americans voted by mail, the absence of exit polls have not given us a complete picture of what Americans voted for and who they voted for in 2020. But again, this question here that I'm getting ready to play, this is a universal question. But the response, listen to the response. Here's the question. What kind of colored man are you? This is Tim Scott. I'm a soldier, Peterson. And the kind of colored man that don't like lazy, shiftless Negroes. That's right. That is the response that Tim Scott basically said last night. And when he said he does not like lazy, shiftless Negroes, he's talking about the Negro whisperers, the race hustlers, the poverty pimps, the desperate Democrats who continue, who continue to do this. Stay in that race car. Shameful. 
Do I have to say it again? Why are the desperate Democrats, the Negro whispers, the race hustlers, and the poverty pimps coming at Tim Scott and they continue to do in that race card? Shameful. It is shameful, people. It is shameful that they are continuing to play the race card with the only black Republican in Congress. And he goes by the name of Tim Scott. But let's listen to what all the controversy is about. America is not a racist country. Now, I I shall go back. That was Tim Scott. And this is what all the controversy is about. America is not a racist country. But there were signs of racism from the left after Senator Tim Scott delivered the GOP response to President Biden's speech using the very slur he had mentioned. I get called Uncle Tom and the N-word by progressives, by liberals. On Twitter, this got twisted into Uncle Tim, a phrase that was trending until the social media firm blocked the designation. Oh, we all know what they mean when they put Uncle Tim. We all know it's Uncle Tom. And I guarantee you it's coming from black people on Twitter and their willing accomplice, the guilty white privilege social justice warriors who feel like they can go after another black man because he sees, because they see other black Democrats, race hustlers and poverty pimps tearing this black man down. One black man in the Republican Party. Why? Why all the fear, desperate Democrats? Let's continue to listen to the controversy. 11 hours later, saying it wasn't a healthy conversation. Among the harsh tweets, author Amy Siskind, Tim Scott says America is not a racist country. Not sure how this man lives with himself. Former MSNBC host Torrey, what makes Tim Scott an Uncle Tim? He was on TV denying that America is racist, thus aiding and abetting white supremacy. As the cable news attacks gain force, the Senate's only black Republican hit back. The left is, they have doubled down that they are going to not attack my policies. Me appeared to be conservative uh, white Republicans who are angry over certain things. Scott, who often speaks of moving in with his grandfather, who dropped out of elementary school to pick cotton, also drew scrutiny from the Washington Post. Its fact-checker column tried to undermine his story about his family's past poverty, but found only that his great-great-grandfather had bought land back in 1905, before the senator's grandfather was even born. Now, see, that's that bullshit I'm talking about, Black Not Democrats, as you listen to the Black Not Democrat podcast hosted by me, Drop Squad 52. This is what I talk about, about the Democrat Party. They always say, we're going to build back better. We're going to lift up the lower class, and we're going to build out the middle class. They never talk about taking their constituents above the middle class to the rich class. Because we all know they don't want you to be in that next level. Because that next level means economic freedom. It means economic independence, which is the one thing they fear about the black man. Well, let me say the two things they fear, education and economic intelligence. 
those are the two things that will take you anywhere you want to go in this United States of America. That's all, that's all it takes, people. You can do whatever you want. But let's continue to hear about the controversy behind the response by the only black Republican in the United States Senate, Senator Tim Scott. Verdict, no rating, no Pinocchios. As for Scott's controversial declaration that the U.S. isn't racist, Vice President Kamala Harris said today that while we must confront the history of discrimination... Well, no, I don't think America is a racist country. Tim Scott is fair game for media criticism on the content of his speech, but by using the uncle slur, which means being subservient to whites, his liberal critics ignited a backlash and undoubtedly boosted his political profile. John? That's right. It definitely did. Because there's just as much talk about Tim Scott as it is about the 46th president first addressed to a joint chiefs to a joint session of Congress. And, 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 and the nature of that notoriety that Tim Scott is getting is coming mainly from Democrats and black Democrats. Why? It makes no sense. Tim Scott is one man. The Democrat Party gets 80 to 90% of the black people. Why are they worried about one black Republican? Well, it could be because of this. Because the so-called next in line in the Democrat Party is Kamala, I'm black, y'all, Harris. That's right, folks. Kamala Harris is the next in line for the Democrat nomination for president. But guess what? Tim Scott could be the competition. So let's listen to our vice president, the first black president, Kamala, I'm black, y'all, Harris, and her response to the question that everyone's asking Tim Scott. Is America really racist? Senator Tim Scott said last night that America is not a racist country. Do you agree with that? And what do you make of his warning against fighting discrimination with more discrimination? I believe that we need to address. Well, first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak truth. Oh, 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 stop the tape. Now, folks, how is it that a Democrat the first black vice president can say exact the exact same thing that Tim Scott, a black Republican, is saying. And Tim Scott is getting dragged with no shirt, no pants, no shoes. He getting dragged butt naked. But Kamala, I'm black, y'all Harris, she gets a pass. Hmm. I wonder why racism in our country and its and its existence today. And I, I applaud the president for always having the ability and the courage, frankly, to speak the truth about it. He spoke what we know from the intelligence community. Hold it. That's the same man in 2020 that when she was trying to be the nomination for the Democrat Party, she called Joe Biden a racist. Everybody remembers. She was like, I was that little girl on that bus. Sleepy Joe, I was that little girl that you tried to segregate. People, 
the Democrat Party is being exposed. Let's continue to listen to our future president, the 47th president of the United States. Possibly. Hmm. One of the greatest threats to our national security is domestic terrorism manifested by white supremacists. And so these are issues that we must confront. And it doesn't it does not help to heal our country, to unify us as a people, to ignore the realities of that. And I think the president has been outstanding and a real national leader. We know On the issue of saying, let's confront the realities and let's deal with it, knowing we all have so much more in common than what separates us. And the idea is that we want to unify the country, but not without um, speaking truth and, and requiring accountability as appropriate. Have more in common. See, now, again, people, this is what they call political doublespeak, okay? Because Kamala, Kamala, I'm Black Y'all Harris, she also... She also said this. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No, because whatever benefits that black family will benefit that community and society as a whole in the country. Right. (laughs) Did y'all hear that? Right. This this woman. I'm sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful. This. Person which is our vice president who identifies as Asian identifies as Indian and identifies as black. She says that there should be no policy specifically for black people, but Tim Scott is catching hell because he says America is not a racist country. Then she, she agrees with, what Tim Scott says, but when she was running for the nomination for the Democrat party, she said this. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No, because whatever benefits that black family will benefit that community and society as a whole in the country. Right. Fuck no, Kamala. No, not right. But people, this is what I say when I talk about, the lamestream media and their willing accomplices in the media because it is shameful. It is embarrassing that the media stands by and allows Tim Scott to get dragged social media, who we all know are on the side of Democrats, Twitter, Facebook. We all know Amazon. We all know this because of what happened the past four years. So they allowed Tim Scott to be, I mean, I, I guess bully. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I done been suspended off of Twitter for less than what they allowed to continue for, I think, 12 hours on Twitter, calling basically a United States senator and Uncle Tom and the negative connotation that goes with that. They might as well just call him the N-word. But – just two weeks ago, I was suspended off of Twitter for putting a tweet out on on April Ryan's feed, responding to her announcing that she was going to appear on Politically Incorrect, hosted by Bill Maher. The Wigger. That's right. One of those white guys that's been suffering from jungle fever for a long time thinks he gets a pass. 
he was on his show live on HBO speaking to a Republican congressman, Ben Sass from Iowa. And Ben Sass said, Bill Maher, we'd love to have you come and help us and get out in the field. And Bill Maher, a white wigger who thinks he gets a pass because he has jungle fever, said, oh, no, I don't work in the fields. I'm a house nigga. That's right. He actually said it. And HBO actually played the re the rebroadcast the next day before they took it down. So again, folks, again, we all know after a hundred days of the Joe Biden administration, that there's a double standard in the media coverage, because right now I'm going to play you a feed from my Twitter account, the black, not Democrat Twitter account. And I posted this, 14 hours ago, and it says, Black Lives Matter. The black divide is real in the first 100 days. What do you have to lose? BND, Black Not Democrat. I'm Mr. Biden. I was told to go off this paper, but I can't. You need the truth, and I'm part of the truth. As the representatives of black people, look at the Congressional Black Caucus. You got, what, 57 uh, uh, black representatives in the House. You got two black U.S. senators. That's almost 60 people in the Congressional Black Caucus that's been around since 1971. Mm -hmm. What has the Congressional Black Caucus done since 1971? But let me ask a better question. Why hasn't the Congressional Black Caucus demanded that Joe Biden issue an executive order against police genocide of black people like he did for the transgenders and the Asians. Why are our black elected officials sitting there quiet on Capitol Hill watching our people get assassinated like this when they're right down the street from the president? And I'll tell you why. They're Democrats. And when you're a registered Democrat, you're part of a team. You're part of a club. And you That's right. That's right. You are listening to Dr. Umar Johnson. The man may catch a little hell because he hasn't finished building his school, the Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy, or the Marcus Garvey Frederick Douglass Academy. I get them mixed up. But he's working on his school. He's been saying this about the Desperate Democrat Party and how you must trust but verify everything because they got race hustlers. They got poverty pimps and they got grifters. And they run in the game. So Dr. Umar Johnson... He has more to say. And again, this is from the Black Not Democrat Twitter account. Can't go too hard because we will lose middle of the road Republicans and conservative Democrats in the midterm elections. So all those blacks in the CBC got to be quiet, shut up, swallow their pain and deal with it because you cannot rock the boat or you will mess up the whole democratic agenda. That's why I do not vote for black people who are registered as Democrats. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? See, again, that's where this question will begin to come up in the Democrat Party. And what kind of colored man are you? I'm a soldier, Peterson. And the kind of colored man that don't like lazy, shiftless Negroes. You ain't black. 
don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see Make a look at my record, man. I extended the voting record 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP is endorsed me every time I run. The world, I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. All right, thank you so much. Anyway, thanks. I will come back. That's right. <laughs> that was directly from the Black Not Democrat Twitter feed. Fourteen Jones, fair but biased. He likes to get stuff done for the people. But let's listen to what he has to say about the Tim Scott response. Now, remember, this was immediately after the last night's address, but. Kamala Harris did not agree with Tim Scott until this morning. But again, the response from her saying exactly what Tim Scott, the Republican, said is totally different. But let's listen to Van Jones and his take on the Republican response from Senator Tim Scott. Van, what do you think of Tim Scott? Look, I think they were smart to put Tim Scott up there. Um, you know, uh, he, he's, he's sort of, you know, the Biden of his party in that he, you know, he, he comes across warm, authentic. He tells the stories, that kind of stuff. The problem isn't the messenger. The messenger was great, but the message was nonsense. He, somehow we forgot to notice that Biden is dividing the country. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, he's, he, he acts like the, the, all the division in the country, that's what he wants to talk about, is coming from one side. That doesn't make any sense. But he lost a lot of African-Americans by the tens of millions when he said, America is not a racist nation. Look, you can say that we're getting better. You can say that we have a, you know, we've come a long way. But when you look at these numbers, when you look at these statistics, it is very clear that this country is, is, is uh, still struggling with racism. We still have racism showing up in almost every institution. So I thought he did himself a disservice by jumping you know, that shark unnecessarily. Uh, that said, there's a reason they put him up. And what kind of He's colored the best man are got. you? He can give that message. He can talk about all he can. He can he can he can try to polish up all of the Republican nonsense without the sharp edges better than the rest of them. What's amazing to me is how different he sounds from all the other Republicans. Right. And, and, and so, uh, again, it, it's, it's almost a tell. Yeah. yeah. That the re- what kind of colored man are you? Because the mm-hmm. party is in. Because see, see, that's <laughs> that's the problem that they have. When they hear a black Republican, which is very seldom, which is, I mean, it's almost like it never happens, really. But Tim Scott, he has a shot because of this current president that we have right now. And the way the parties are nationally, because all politics is local. So with the slim margins that the Democrats have in the House, the slim margin or actually the tie in the United States Senate, and then you have Raphael Warnock's seat coming up. You have uh, uh, Senator Kelly from Arizona, his seat coming up. Plus, you got the redistricting from the 2020 census where the Republicans are going to pick up seats and the Democrats are going to lose seats. So it's a reason that Tim Scott is getting all this attention because remember people, Donald Trump and the Republican party in 20 in the 2020 presidential election received more 
votes from African Americans, Hispanics in 2020 than Trump did in 2016 when he defeated the Democrat nominee, crooked Hillary Clinton. So again, folks, I'm t- I'm I'm just trying to point out the fact that when there's a Democrat in the White House, the political coverage is going to be 180, almost 360 degrees, totally different. And it, it's getting clear now because at the end of 100 days of a president's first uh, term in office, his first 100 days, it's his so-called honeymoon. So now the honeymoon is over. So now Joe Biden is either going to get 10 votes from Republicans between now and October or when October comes, the beginning of the next fiscal year, when he can use reconciliation again like he did when he passed the COVID relief package, which had zero Republicans, that is what's at stake. Because immediately after October, the midterm election campaigning will start. So again, folks, let's finish listening to what Van Jones' response is to Tim Scott. Because like I, like I said, as you listen to the Black Not Democrat podcast hosted by me, Drop Squad 52, dropping science. Anybody seen the, the Politically Petty podcast? The last I heard from them was like April 14th. I hope everything okay over there with, 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 the, uh, with the host and everything. You know, I hear him sometimes on Cincinnati radio. I hope you're all right because I know it's tough being an overseer, especially when you're trying to audition, audition to be a Negro whisperer for this new Democrat administration. So uh, if anybody's seen or heard from the Politically Petty podcast show, y'all let me know. But let's finish listening to Van Jones. In such bad shape that you've got to put him up there. Where was Donald Trump? He does. He does. He did touch a lot of those really big touchstones for conservatives, you know, uh, flaying the experts, flaying Washington, invoking socialism. I thought he probably scored some points with a lot of people on the school issue. There are a lot of parents in this country who are frustrated. That's yeah. You're listening to David Axelrod, who obviously, you know, was. Obama's guy for two two terms, and he's breaking it down. He's kind of agreeing with Van. Okay, he's agreeing that Tim Scott is gonna have to be dealt with. Okay, Tim Scott is gonna have to be dealt with. Schools didn't open uh, more quickly, but on your point, your first point, he did say at the end, "Original sin is not the end of our story." So he's acknowledging mm-hmm. this history. Mm-hmm. Even as he is making this proclamation that racism is not, you know, the American, this is part of our story. And what people are saying is we need to confront it and we need to understand it. So he conflict, you know, he can see again, this is white people trying to explain the point of view of a black person when they're asked a question about is the country they live in the place where they live? Is it racist? Because, again, black people are not a monolith. Now, again, people, America is land. It's an area that's occupied by people. 
And those people have to live by a set of laws. And guess who makes those laws? The people. So, yes, this country has a history of racist acts, racist laws, racist procedures. Yes, but it also has a history of overcoming these issues decade after decade after decade because that's what this country is. You have to fight for freedom. That's why they call it the land of the free and the home of the brave because you have to fight for freedom. So when Tim Scott and Kamala Harris say that the country is not racist, but there are things within the country which are made of people. Yes, there are racist people in this country. So again, we're talking about politics here, people. And in politics, it's not about the truth. It's about what you can get people to believe. Thank you for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of the Black Not Democrat Podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. See you tomorrow, folks.